Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. Often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. It's lovely to be here again with Michael Maria Delgado, my co-host, who brought up a topic that we haven't discussed before that I think I covered in the Cat Bible, but I haven't thought of it for a long time, which is planning for a human baby, both for the sake of the cat and the baby. Michael, I'll bet this is one of the reasons that people hire you as a cat behaviorist. The, the, the nice organized ones plan ahead. You know, they're <laughs> pregnant. They don't call you when the cat is in the baby crib, or maybe they do, and the infant is two days old, and they're like, I don't know what to do. Do they plan um, ahead? I did. Well, I did have someone call me once. They were on the way to the hospital to have their baby, and they wanted to know what they could do to help their cat. Oh, come um, on. In labor? I'm not kidding. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, So um, ideally, people do prepare. They've got several months, um, but they don't always, right? So um, it can present to me as... um, yeah, they're they're planning on having a baby, or it can be um, we already have the baby and the cat is stressed. So, um, it, yeah, it comes in all all forms. And what is, what is the number one? Um, I mean, there there's a, a kind of almost a laundry list of things that will mm-hmm. make it easier for your cat because cats are tend to be either fascinated and or not thrilled about changes in their environment. If you move furniture, you bring in things that smell or look or or act differently. I mean, you know, even a, a, a chair, that one of those little bouncy things for babies which go in and out of vogue. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's, the, is that your, that's your number one concern is that the cat have comfort and ease with the baby joining the family. Well, you know, it is a matter of, of planning ahead of time, um, certainly anticipating what changes the cat is going to experience. For example, a lot of people convert an office into a nursery and maybe the cat used the office, but now the um, parents don't want the cat to go into the baby's nursery. So they're going to close the door and move the furniture around. And so I think a really important thing is just um, anticipating those changes to the cat's territory ahead of time. And certainly thinking about new smells, like you mentioned, new smells, new sounds, um, new new things that are going to happen. You might be having a lot more guests because family are going to come and help you care for the baby in the right. first few weeks or, um, and maybe your cat is not used to a lot of company. Um, maybe you're going to be using a lot of new scented products That's that are right. going to be um, unfamiliar to the cat. And certainly we're going to have a lot of sounds in the form of, of baby screaming, crying, and <laughs> making baby sounds. 
So what we generally recommend is uh, introducing these things gradually over the course of your pregnancy and um, certainly using a, well, using a process that we call counter conditioning and desensitization, which is to introduce these things to the cat slowly and pairing them with a positive experience like treats. So an example of um, maybe a cat who's never heard a baby crying, um, you might want to download some recordings and there are several available online of babies screaming. And what you do is you would start by playing that recording at a very, very low level where a cat seems to barely register the, the screaming and give them treats. And then next time, turn the volume up a tiny bit and repeat that until basically you're blasting um, these audio recordings of wow. babies crying um, while your cat is very calmly eating treats. Now, that's not going to be quite the same as, as having the baby, you know, in the house, but it is going to be a way to just prepare your cat for some of these new experiences that they're going to have and making them pleasant so it's not, um, you know, irritating or scary. Um, And then the other thing I think parents need to kind of think about is um, how are they going to make time for their cat after the baby's born? And if you, if you, you know, completely shower your cat with constant 24 seven attention and affection, you need to start dialing that back a little bit before the baby arrives, because you're just not going to have that level of energy, time, focus to give your cat that same amount of attention. So you don't want it to be suddenly the baby arrives and your cat's kicked out on the, you know, the uh, curb where suddenly you don't have time to give them plain attention. So you have to kind of think about what's the minimum routine of play, um, petting, grooming, affection that I will be able to maintain while I'm also caring for a newborn. And again, start dialing that back now so that when the baby arrives, it's not this sudden shock to your cat that their whole world has been turned upside down. So now we have to bring up the really ugly story, which is not just being kicked to the curb emotionally, but the number of people, at least this is what they say to shelters and rescues, Mm -hmm. I'm having a baby, the cat's got to go. And that is a harsh beyond belief. I mean, what, you kick your family member out because you're getting a new one? That's more than a little cold. There's also absolutely no reason for it. And I think that people have a misperception that cats could harm a baby. There used to be some Mm -hmm. old wives' tale. They would lie on the baby and suck out its breath, like, you know, some medieval (laughs) (laughs) idea of cats being witch-like or something. But even the idea that there's a problem having a cat in the nursery, which there isn't. Can Mm -hmm. we talk a little bit about the whole issue of allergies that children and babies exposed to dogs and cats from birth tend to have fewer allergies throughout life? So that That early exposure is good for them. So assuming if, that they don't have like an anaphylactic reaction now, well, um, yes, you know, of course. and, and the, the old wives tale about cats feeling baby's breath is believed to be due to people having like an asthmatic or allergic reaction to, um, to cats. And we can talk about allergies. I think we have talked about allergies before, but that's like a whole separate topic is like how you address allergies, but, uh, get rid of your cat. Um, certainly if you're, If you have behavior concerns about your cat, like you think they're going to be aggressive towards your baby, then you need to be working with your veterinarian and a behavior professional to address that. And certainly don't encourage a cat to be aggressive by doing things like playing with your hands, right? Right. You need to be consistent and um, also give your cat playtime so that they are not stressed. Um, We want to use play to, you know, reduce those predatory behaviors directed towards any people and also to help our cats be less stressed. 
And um, like I said, you know, certainly if you if your cat does have um, very sensitive personality or, or already has behavior problems, you should be working to address those before you have a new you know situation That's on right. your hands caring for a human baby. Um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned not keeping cats out of the nursery. I, I agree. Um, we should, you can use the time you're, you're nursing to, or caring for the baby to include them. And so that might mean that you're giving your cat treats or maybe they get some catnip on a mat in the same room while you're nursing or, or caring for the baby so that they're again, associating the baby's presence and your interactions with, with things that are good for the cat. So to me, it is like more about being inclusive rather than exclusive. So maybe in the nursery, you put a cat tree. So the cat is encouraged right. to be in the room, but not next to the, you put some shelving up so they can kind of observe the baby from a distance. And that's going to be probably much more enticing for them than, than actually getting in the crib. Um, so we're really trying to incorporate the cat and keep them active in the family rather than excluding them from the family. Very good advice. And and to speak to, for just one second to an earlier show we did about heated cat beds, you could put a heated cat bed in the nursery and then the cat sure. could be super comfy in the nursery, not be bothering you or the baby if you perceive it as bothering, and everybody will be copacetic. Good. So these are things to think about and plan ahead for. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods, inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based as in many cat foods, which can compromise cat's health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.